Welcome to Season 2 of the Adopted Brothers Podcast. This season, we will be sharing stories that will make you laugh, cry, but most of all, be encouraged. Let's get started. Welcome to the Adopted Brothers Podcast. I'm Craig. This is Gerald. And today, we are interviewing my sister, Laurel. Laurel, can you tell us what your your favorite comfort food is and why? Well, I love chai tea. That's a favorite comfort drink. It doesn't matter if it's 115 degrees outside. You will see me with a hot cup of chai tea. <laughs> and yep, that's my favorite go-to, as well as homemade fried chicken. Not bone-in chicken. Boneless chicken. I make some mean fried chicken with mashed Ooh. potatoes. That's that's really good. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> that sounds good. A question I have for you is, how are you related to adoption? I am related to adoption through you, Craig. I found out that my mom had given you up when I was a teenager. It was actually through a very roundabout way. For many years when I was a teenager, like when I was a kid all the way up until she finally told me, uh, I kept having dreams of a man who was older than me. He had eyes like mine. And he kept saying, don't stop looking for me. I'm here and I want to be found. And I was like, he reminded me of my mom somewhat, but of some other person I didn't know who it was. And he just felt like, like my brother. But, you know, it was always just my sister and me. So I, I didn't know who you were, but I kept having dreams. And when I was about 15, my mom finally sat me down and she says, I have something to tell you. And she told me that before she met my dad, she had been previously married to a very not nice man and she had become pregnant and then she had given you up for adoption. And I had told her that I had had dreams about you. And I kept hearing the last name of like Max, Maxwell. And she, that was her, a previous last name was uh, Maxwell. And that was what was on your adoption certificate. And I've searched for you that you, I was through so many means um, because my mom was military when she had you, you were um, a closed adoption. Yep. Military closed adoptions are one of the hardest to get any information on. I had the month you were born in, and I had that you were baby Maxwell, and basically where you were born. That's all the information I had. Yeah, I know I was born at Fitzsimmons. Yep. And I know that I was born on November 17th. Yes. But what was really kind of interesting is when you put it in google like babies born november 17th 1975 at fitzsimmons army hospital mm -hmm. it only showed one person and it was a girl yep that's all i that's all we could find and it was just as hard for me for, to try and get into birth records because it was a closed adoption because if you were born before 1988 
your records were sealed. Always. Go through court. You have to go to an arbiter. You have to fill all these paper, all this paperwork, all these forms, just to even get the process going. And then there was a chance to where you still couldn't get access to the files. Because mm-hmm. if either parent said no, that was the end of it. But if you were born after 1990 or 1988, you could have your records unsealed. Yeah. And I was like, that doesn't seem right to me. It's not like I want to know for nefarious purposes. I just want to know about me. And so that was a hard part for me. Yeah. But how did it make you feel knowing that you had a brother? I was so happy knowing that my dreams were real and that I now knew who the person was, who you were. And because she didn't know if you were dead or alive at that point. Yeah. Because, you know, we didn't know anything. And I'm like, he's alive. We, we need to find you. Like we gotta, we have to find him. I mean, I have been searching for years. I know that my mom never gave up hope. I wasn't sure about my sister. I know she wanted to find you. We just didn't know how. But I, I've been trying to find other means to try to find you. Different avenues, uh, different resources, all throughout my life to try to locate you. I was just so happy to figure out who you were. And I was like, I'm not the only person with my eye color. Yep. <laughs> and Because the only other person that I knew with my eye color in my family was my grandma. Because I, I, I have brown eyes. Nobody has my eye color. Yeah. Everyone yeah. else is blue eyes. Or maybe like one hazel. And that's pretty interesting because... Brown eyes are more dominant than any other color. Not in the Turner family. <laughs> well, I'm just saying in general. Yeah, I know. Brown in, eyes general. in general, are more dominant than any other color. Yeah, no, I know. That, that's why it was always just a thing when I saw those. But yeah, you were always there. You were always watching out, and I was like, and he's in a uniform. Like he's not military, but he's in a uniform. Like I saw you saluting when you graduated police academy i was like he graduated he's wearing a uniform like i dreamt of you multiple times throughout my life when you made accomplishments like i knew you were out there i knew what you were doing in different parts and i'm like i want to find him so i can tell him what's going on yeah when i moved out here in North Carolina after my dad passed one of the things a few years ago when we finally got the house here out in Bennett uh, one of my friends gifted me a 23 and me or no ancestries here we go it was like one of the those uh, yeah. DNA tests and I did it and I sent it in and I was just like maybe finally I'll get an answer. I put the hope out there. My friend was like, which one would you love to get if you got any of these? I'm not saying you are, but which one would you like? I was like, well, if I do, I'd like this particular one because my coworker found her half-sister this way. And I was just like, maybe I'll get that lucky. Just maybe. Because I never gave up hope. And I put it in and sent it out and I got 
a, a notification saying, hey, you received a message. And I looked at it and it says, hey, I might be a cousin. And I was looking at the results and I was just like looking at the math and I'm like, well, that math ain't right. It's like, there's no way that you could be related to my, my uncle, our uncle, um, Palmer, and be that closely related to me. The, the math wouldn't be correct with the, basically the ratio of DNA. That ratio of DNA would make you my brother, not a cousin. Well, there was a reason I said cousin and not brother. You didn't want to scare me? Exactly. I didn't want to scare you away, and so that's why I said cousin. Because I, I had already reached out to Mac Daniel Maxwell, who is my birth father, because I found him on Ancestry, and it linked me right to him. And the result it gave me was either parent or child. Well, I know he's not my child because he's older than me. And so I reached out to him first, and it took him a while to respond, but his response was, I've never had a kid. Sorry, good luck trying to find your birth father. Mm. But then when I got a notification from a lady who was actually doing a family tree for somebody else that we're related to, like a distant cousin. And I'm not sure if it's on your side or, you know, Daniel's side. But she reached out to me and said, hey, I'm looking for information. So I responded back to her saying, well, I don't know anything because I'm adopted. And she goes, oh, I finished that family tree, but I could help you do yours because that person was adopted too. So it kind of put two and two together. And she went through the whole thing. And within a couple of days, I had the full, fa pretty much a full family tree. And I knew it was you and Shannon as my sisters and Gabrielle with my mom. And then it just kept going from there. But that's why, even though I knew you were my sister, I still just said, Hey, I might be your cousin because I didn't want to scare you away. Well, if you had seen, you could have seen through the computer when you saw me, uh, <laughs> had seen me reading that email. I couldn't stop crying. Um, because I was like doing the math and I'm like, this isn't a cousin. This isn't a cousin. I was like, like my husband was like, you're pulling my arm out of the socket. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, it's him. It has to be him. I was like, the math is computing. I was like, I found him. I found him. I was so excited. I was like, I, yeah. So when I typed you uh, back and responded, I was very nervous and very excited. I really don't think you're my cousin, but I really highly believe that you're my brother. <laughs> I, was like, yep. I was like, please let him be happy. Uh, I was worried about scaring you. I was like, oh. It takes a lot to scare me. There are only a few things in the world that scare me. That was one that said, replying to that email and saying, you are not my cousin. You are my brother was definitely one of them. I was like, oh, please let him reply back. And I did. Uh, pretty quickly, too. Yes. And then we got to meet each other. Yeah. That was wonderful. Yeah, it was. Yeah, in my favorite bookstore, Barnes & Noble. 
Yeah, I remember that day. And uh, you want to go into a little bit of detail that day? Sure. Um, About our my, first meeting? Yes. My husband and I were there and we were waiting and we were sitting in the cafe and I was holding my husband's hand and he was letting me know it's going to be okay. Whether he's friendly or not, I'm here for you. And and I'm like, no, he's going to be friendly. It's going to go perfectly. And I, I found my brother. That's all it's going to be. And this little old lady behind us, she's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just really, really nervous and excited. <laughs> I'm, like, but I'm like, I'm waiting because I've been looking for my brother for a very, very long time. And I just found him. And then all of a sudden, I just look up. And there you are walking towards me. And I just stand up. And I'm kind of doing this weird little, like, you know, standstill walking dance. And then I just run over and jump. Well, hop jump. <laughs> not jump into your arms. Good God. I'm a, I'm not a tiny girl. Um, <laughs> And I just hug you. And I just don't stop. And I just remembered saying I'm so happy. And I remember crying and saying I finally found you. And we were just both extremely, extremely happy. That's awesome. It's a great day. Great story. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> of course. Do you remember the other lady that was there? The uh, the customer who was crying with us? Yeah, because you were crying. And then she was like, are you okay? She was like really concerned. Yeah. And you're like, and yes, I, I, just found my, I just found my brother. Yes. She's like, oh, and then she okay. started crying too. She's like, yeah, she did. I'm like, I've been looking for him for 20 plus years. But at first she was nervous. Like she thought there was something yeah. weird going on. Yeah. But yeah. So that was our first meeting. Yes, it was. And I think it's been a, a good road so far getting to know each other and getting to see each other a little bit. I know it's hard. It's hard for you. It's hard for me because, you know, you guys work and I'm working all the time. And But we try and get together and see each other when we can. It uh, We do. If I could keep my sore little self out of the hospital, it would go a lot better, too. <laughs> yeah, that would, be, that would be great. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your family. Well, it is... Me and my husband and my daughter. Uh, my husband's name is Ken. And our daughter's name is Oriana. My husband and I have been married almost 20 years. And that's not bad since we knew each other three weeks to the day when we got married. We met. Three days later, he proposed. Three weeks later, we got married. Three months later, we got uh, we found out we were pregnant. Well, that's when we got pregnant, actually. And then this April coming up, we will be celebrating 20 years. Ken is retired now. Uh, he was in a very bad accident in 2018, uh, driving to work. He was hit by a car that thought he would be faster than my husband and did a California roll. The other driver through a stop sign and plowed into my husband. And it broke, the, the, my husband was driving his motorcycle to work, and it broke the left half of my husband's body and caused a stroke and two TBIs. 
And we are very lucky to have my husband. He spent several months in the ICU. And uh, we nearly lost him more than once. But we still have him. And he's up and walking. And he's he's my multi-million dollar man. <laughs> yes. The, yeah, the million dollar man, that TV show, my husband costs more. So. <laughs> and then we have our miracle little daughter, Oriana who just turned 18 in February. She graduated this year from high school, and that is an accomplishment for her because she's also been in and out of the hospital this year, um, actually the last year and a half with uh, POTS. Uh, it's a cardiovascular tachycardiac uh, condition that affects your sense of balance as well as uh, consciousness. Um, if you move too fast or if you get startled or if you like are sitting or laying down and you just sit up or stand, you can just all of a sudden lose consciousness and you're on the floor. It's a condition that people are still figuring out a lot about, but she still was able to graduate um, online and we're very proud of her and everything that she overcomes. I'm proud of her, too. Yes. Yes. And she is very excited to have her uncle when I've told her that I found you. She did this adorable little dance. <laughs> she's like, you found my uncle? And I was like, yes, I found. At first, she's like thinking I was talking about my uncle Palmer. And she's like, well, he lives with Hannah. <laughs> and I was like, no, my brother. And that's when she was like, you found your brother. You found my uncle. Is he nice? <laughs> when do I get to meet him? <laughs> yeah. And she's still like, well, when do we get to see him again? When's he coming over? <laughs> when he gets a chance sometime. I'm like, when he gets his car fixed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. When I got get that done, and then when I can take a break from working, because I work pretty much every day. I work a um, Monday through Friday job since I work for healthcare. I work for the hospital. Yeah. And so she and she hasn't seen her dad work since his accident in 2018 because he can no longer do that type of job. So she's not used to seeing people work on the weekend she knows it happens she yeah. knows it happens she understands that yeah um because you know we have friends who work on the weekend and stuff like that so she gets it but sometimes it's still like well they just need to not do that they just need to come over here <laughs> yeah well she she's still young so she is and then she just misses you so yeah i miss her too yes I did not. I do have one thing I don't know if you are aware of. Um, I have gone back for my bachelor's. Oh, good. Yep. I'm almost halfway through already because they used, I had so many credits for my associates that I'm already halfway through my bachelor's. That's good. I'm glad you can do that. Yes. I'm very excited. And um, one is a, a grandfather. Who's a grandfather? You, me, yes, I. Yeah, I'm not a grandpa, uh, grandfather, <laughs> or grandmother. Uh, uh. Yes, I'm I am. Not walking down that street. I have 
<laughs> two. Well, a grandfather to two. Yes. It, it's kind of it's kind of cool being a grandfather. And I get to be a great auntie. I haven't met them yet, but I get yeah. to be one. Yes, that is true. You are a great auntie. So can you tell us a little bit more about the family? You know, like you and Shannon and... We're mil we were a military family. Military brats, through and through. At least I was. <laughs> uh, both Shannon and I were born in Texas. My mom and dad met actually here. They met actually at Fitzsimmons. I'm going a, I'm to a back up just a hair. My mom and dad met here at Fitzsimmons. And I will actually let you know. I don't know if you actually knew this about my dad. I don't know if my mom ever told you this. Our mom. That Tony was actually very upset. That he had not met my mom sooner. While she was still pregnant with you. Because he would have raised you as his own. Yeah. That's actually one of his. Was always his biggest regrets. But it just. That wasn't meant to meant be. To be. Exactly. Yep. You were meant to find a different route, but you still found me. So that's great. Exactly. Yeah, I did. I did. And I can um, tell you exactly what day you responded to me for the first time last year. It was November 16th. Yes, it was. It was the day for your birthday. Yep. The day before my birthday. <laughs> it was an early birthday present. Yes, it was. And <laughs> then I talked to you that night when I got home from working. And then I met mom for the first time mm -hmm. that day, the next day on the 17th. I remember. And yeah, it was it was a long, really long two days. It was a really long two days. It was an emotional two days, but it was a good two days. Yes. My sister was is three years older. Our sister is three years older than me. Um, basically... It was always like if I went into middle school, she was going into high school. And then right when I went into high school, she graduated out of high school. So that was basically how we kind of went in. The only time we were ever in the same school together was when we were in elementary. Yeah. So let's see. I am, I don't know. I don't know how much older I am than both of you. I'm 40. I just turned 40 this year. Uh, I will own up to it because I made it. So you're 40, so I'm going to be 48, so I'm almost eight years older than you. Yes. So Good that job. means I am roughly almost five years older than Shannon. Yes. So just think about that. If we were all, if we all would have been together, by the time you would have gotten to pretty much every grade, I'd be in the next school already going. Yes. <laughs> I got to kindergarten here in middle school. <laughs> yep. You get to middle school, I'd already be in high school. Yes. All right. Well, I just want to thank you for being willing to come on this podcast with us today. It means a lot to me. It's been a pleasure. I'm just so beyond words on happy, on how happy I am I found you. Uh, I'm glad. I'm very glad. So I'm going to turn this over to, to Jerry real quick. Because he always prays for us at the end. So cool. Uh, thank you, Jesus, again, for what you do for us. Just thank you for Laurel. Uh, thank you for her sharing her story. Um, and just once again, let it people that need to hear what she said, uh, let them hear her strength and her testimony. Um, 
and just thank you that she did find Craig and uh, through that, how they can build a relationship and build a, a better core, you know, as life goes on. And once again, we just thank you for uh, me and Craig. Thank you, thank you for giving us the opportunity to do this podcast and as well as uh, getting the time to spend together and glorify you. And we thank you for everything you do. And in your name, we pray. Amen. Amen.